This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 10, 10 9, 9, 8, 8 7, 7, 6, 5, 5 4, 4, 3, 3 2, 2, 1, 1. Let's go! Now it's the Mercedes in the Morning pre-show. Mix 94.1. Good morning and welcome to the show. It is Friday, June 3rd, 5.30. Thank you guys for joining us. This half hour, just for you guys, up early like us, we appreciate you and we appreciate all your check-ins on this Friday morning. You can do that a couple of ways. You can text us your check-in at 702-364-9400 or you can tweet us at Mercedes in the AM. Some tweets coming in this morning from Martin. Thank you so much for checking in. Martin, Dave is listening. Ani, Janine, Sarah listening all on Twitter and then also checking in on our studio line. We have Melissa and Francis, Rick, Diane and Sarah, Tracy, Raul, Aubrey, Jan, Rudy, Zach, Cujo, Marcus, Maria, Buckeye, Bob, Texas Moore family all listening as we get ready for the weekend. How you doing? I am good. I, uh, not too bad on this side. Uh, looking forward to the weekend. Should be a nice weekend. What do you got going on this weekend? Anything fun? Um, I'm doing a dinner tonight and then um, for the rest of the weekend kind of just plans up in the air. Nothing really solid. Just going to kind of recover from the past few weeks, we had a lot going on, a lot of family in town. So I think we're just going to take it easy. I want to start Stranger Things. I want to um, catch up on a couple other shows uh, I haven't seen. But yeah, I think it's going to be a pretty chill weekend for us. How about you? Uh, kind of the same thing. Laura and I are doing dinner tonight. She has to go to Orlando for business tomorrow, a quick trip to Orlando. So I think Stranger Things, I'm going to try to watch it this weekend as well. And then maybe... The plan is to try to get in Top Gun on Sunday because Laura doesn't have any interest in seeing it, so I'm, I'm free to go solo on that one. So I'm thinking first thing Sunday morning, find an early showing of it, wake up, have a nice breakfast, go see the movie, go to the gym, and so this Sunday is the plan to go see Top Gun. Oh, that yeah, you'll really enjoy that. The, that's good. Yeah, you, JC's not going to walk out <laughs> three quarters of the way. That is saying, the plan. Ah, I figure the rest out. <laughs> I got a gist. He flies planes. He lands planes. What else could happen? Yeah, so that's a that's a good one. You'll really enjoy that. And I hope the theaters aren't as packed as they were last week. And my family went and saw it um, a second time with my mom and my brother. And 
they had to keep pushing off the shows because every time they'd go to buy like the reserve seating yeah. tickets, they were they were full. There was only like the front two rows left. So they're like, OK, we're not going to that one. I guess we're not going to that one. So they had to look at a couple of different shows for that. You ever do a movie in the front row? Uh, no, I have no interest in that at all. <laughs> you? Oh, gosh, the 90s. Independence Day. I, I remember going and I was the last one in the theater and I went by myself and there was an empty seat down front. And so I took it and I'm like, OK, this will be fine. 20 minutes into the movie, your neck is... Oh, why? Yeah. I, and I feel like theaters have gotten better since the 90s, but I just remember sitting there head like, straight up like the entire time. Like I'm looking up Will Smith's nostrils. Well, this is cool. When we had our mixed screening of Top Gun Maverick, there, that was the only place that was open for that, too. It was packed. It was just packed. You know a movie is good when the front row is taken. That That's the number one sign. Like, this is going to be a big movie. Yeah, everyone is out for that one. So it should be good. And uh, yeah, a lot going on in town this weekend. Jonas Brothers kicking back, uh, kicking um, off their residency again here at the Park MGM. Katy Perry is back. We've got your tickets to see her a couple times this morning, 7 o'clock hour, 9 o'clock hour. Make sure you are listening for that. So a lot going on. Let's kick off the show it is time for the pre-show you pick them you guys get to pick the first song of the show do you want to hear lump by presidents of the united states of america she's lump, she's, lump, she's in my head she's lump, she's lump, she's lump, she might be dead. do you want to hear ghetto superstar with prize featuring maya Breathless by the cores. Those are your choices. All you have to do to get your vote in is go to our Facebook page, Mercedes in the Morning. You can vote there. You can tweet us your vote at Mercedes in the AM, or you can call or text us right now, 702-364-9400. We're going to count your votes now and reveal the winner next on Mix 94.1. Never gossip. Or would we? Let's go. Time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1. What do you think of this one here? So Amber Heard's attorney says social media helped sway the jury in her defamation trial against Johnny Depp. The jurors were not sequestered. There was no way they could avoid it. And the online chatter was slanted overwhelmingly in Johnny's favor. She also said having the trial televised turned it into a zoo and much of the evidence in Amber's favor was suppressed. Um, I would agree with that to some point. I think we talked about that, yeah. whether the jury was going to be sequestered or not, because they're going to see this, whether or not the judge told them not to look at it. Um, but I also think, and the guy, one of the hosts of uh, CBS This Morning said this, they had uh, Amber Heard's lawyer on, and mm-hmm. she was saying, you know, it was social media and blah, blah, blah. And he said to her, it was like kind of savage. He's like, you know, one thing I like to do when, you know, there's an outcome I don't like is 
I like to look in the mirror and see what it is that oh. I did wrong. And he said that to her, and her face was like, uh. So I, I, but I agree with that. I think she needs to look at what she did wrong, too, instead of just blaming it on everyone else. Did that have a play a role? Probably. It, it, it did, but probably her performance did also. So Yes, a lot goes on in the courtroom. And also, check this out. Uh, folks who were there in the courtroom, every time you went in, you got a wristband. To, to get in and watch the trial. People are now selling these wristbands online and they're averaging about $850 for a wristband. Oh my gosh, why? Why do I want that? Oh, oh, oh someone wore this wristband in the trial. Whoop de doo. 850 these Who people cares? are making on these things. <laughs> Kim Kardashian, she says she wasn't looking for a relationship with Pete Davidson. She was just down for a booty call. The rest happened by accident. Now, in the new episode of The Kardashians, Kim says that she felt a vibe when she kissed Pete during their Aladdin sketch on SNL. It made her think that maybe she needed to try something different. Now, unfortunately, Pete didn't show up to, the, to her after party. So a few days later, she got his number from an SNL producer and sent him a text. Kim says she heard about his certain type of energy that he had about him and was basically looking to hook up. She said uh, she ended up falling for him because he's, quote, the best human being that I ever met. She is uh, she is crushing on him so bad. You can totally tell. She's like, she is feeling him, him so much. When this, I saw this story this morning. I thought the timeline was they were already hanging out before SNL. I didn't realize that's the moment that they actually met was on SNL. Yeah, because um, she was talking about Kanye, her husband, in her monologue. That's right, yeah. Yeah, so, and that's where things just started to crumble. So You mentioned the Jonas Brothers kicking off their residency at Dolby Live at Park MGM tonight. Other Jonas Brothers news, their new restaurant, Nelly's Southern Kitchen, that opens tomorrow at the MGM Grand. That's the one that's based on their grandmother's cooking. I think they have another one already somewhere in the country, but this one opens tomorrow in Las Vegas. The entire family's behind it, but will you go check out Nelly's Southern Kitchen at some point? I got invited to the grand opening. Um, I'm I, I, I hoping to stop by. Uh, are you going to go check it out? I think it looks really, really cool. Uh, I was looking at the photos that they sent out. It looks like a really neat place, and that's I do love me some Southern cooking, so it does sound good. Not this weekend, though. Yeah, maybe once uh, things die down a little. <laughs> go for lunch. <laughs> Start small and then go big. Yeah. Post Malone, his new album, 12 Carat Toothache, that is out now. This is his fourth album. He's got a couple of guests on there. The Weeknd, Doja Cat. We have some of the song with Doja Cat. This one is called I Like You. So here's Post Malone and Doja Cat off of his new album. Girl, I like you. I do. I want to be a friend of shopping in ovens. I like you. I do. I hit you in a lane. Can you fit me in your plans? I like you. I do. We went a better friends and we woke up in Japan. You like this song? Yeah, I, I like it. I listened to the album last night, the majority of it, and uh, I think I need to li- I have a couple of listens. Like, I was maybe I was just kind of like not in the mood last night, but I was just kind of like, eh, I, like it wasn't jumping out. Um, but I. That being said, I I wasn't in the right state of mind to listen to an album, so I just was really curious. And there were a couple of songs that I was like, okay, I like this one. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I'm excited. We finally have a new album from him. Here's one more. This is with the Kid Leroy. It's called Wasting Angels. This is like a private plane upon my ring. This is like the first time I bought a chain. This is like when I was sane before the fame. Oh, oh. This life is crazy. This is like another thing I can't explain. This is like a summer flame. So 12 Carat Toothache is out now. Are you watching any of the NBA Finals? 
Uh, I, I was watching, I didn't watch last night's game, but I was watching up until last night's game. So we have Boston and the Golden State Warriors. Boston won last night, game one. So game two is on Sunday. And then our Las Vegas Aces, they had that huge winning streak going. It came to an end last night for the ladies. They lost to Connecticut last night. The final score was 97 to 90. I mean, they're still crushing it. The record is nine and two. If you want to see the Aces, they're home on Sunday. It's an afternoon game against the Dallas Wings. That game is at three o'clock on Sunday. They are, yeah, you're... You're not going to win them all. And so it was. it's just been so cool to see how well they've been doing. They're on fire. They're just really clicking on <laughs> just on all cylinders. It's just like really you can tell they are feeling it. Last one here. So this weekend, the 2022 MTV Movie and TV Awards. This is happening Sunday night. Euphoria topped the TV nominations with six. Spider-Man No Way Home was the overall top nominee with seven. That's for movies. Vanessa Hudgens is our host. Which do you like out of best show? You have Euphoria, Inventing Anna, Loki, Squid Game, Ted Lasso, or Yellowstone? I've watched every single one of those shows. Have you seen them all? Yeah, all every right. single one. Wow, that's hard. They're all so good. Um, this is for MTV? Yes. Because I would just say Ted Lasso, but I don't know if Ted Lasso is going to win with the MTV crowd. So I think I would probably say Squid Game. Okay. Yeah, my personal choice, Ted Lasso. I think Squid Game might win for MTV. Picking for the MTV crowd, yeah. you're going Squid Game. What do you think? Um, I've just seen a couple. I've seen Ted Lasso and Yellowstone. So out of those two, I would give it to Yellowstone. Just personal preference. Yeah. But I do like your thinking of this is the MTV crowd. Are they into Ted Lasso? I'm sure they are. But yeah, I would say Squid Game. Or maybe Loki. What were Euphoria? Loki. Oh, yeah, Euphoria. Euphoria. Oh, my God. It. It's going to be Euphoria. Come on. What we was I wrong. thinking? Yeah. We'll have more dirt coming up in the 7 o'clock hour. It is Mix 94.1. Mercedes in the morning. Welcome to another episode of Mercedes in the Morning, show number 1637. And now, here's your host, Mercedes and JC. Good morning and welcome to the show. It is 6.01. It is finally Friday. Who is ready for the weekend? Thank you guys for joining us. We are so happy to have you here. How you doing this morning? Good. It was it was a longer day for me yesterday. We had, uh, gosh, is it last month? Maybe two months ago, I, I talked about our, our one-horse contest contact was colicking we had to take him to the uh, the equine center here in town and, and thankfully everything was okay yesterday i'm doing some stuff i'm actually heading out to channel eight and i get a call from my wife she tells me that garcon is starting to colic and that's not a good thing for horses when they colic it's bad news so he's starting to mild symptoms by the time stuff wrapped up they had already brought him to the De- desert pines equine center and if they're taking him to the equine center you know it's heavy stuff so we got down there last night and at the end of the day as far as i know everything is good right now this morning but that's how i was last night he was dehydrated they're giving him fluids and just trying to get everything moving and up and running and so yeah i spent a lot of time with the horses last night i saw in your wife's instagram story that yeah that that was going on i'm sorry that's happening that's got to be really stressful yeah it is it, it really is and colicking and there's so many little things that can trigger it and, and colicking if you don't know it's a stomach issue with horses um, in essence they're, they're getting constipated and horses can't throw up and that's like the issue with horses so the only way to exit an issue a stomach issue is you know pooping it out and so if a horse isn't pooping, that's when stuff starts to happen. And so the big thing last night is he was really, really dehydrated. And they had all these IVs hooked up to him. And an IV for a horse, it is huge. It's like half the size of my body, the amount of IVs they had going in this, into the horse last night. But the, we, the way we left last night was everything should be good. 
If something goes wrong, we'll give you a call. We'll let you know. But go home, rest. He's in great hands. Everything should be fine. No calls last night. So, And I haven't heard from Laura, so I'm assuming everything is on the upswing this morning. Oh, yeah. If there was something wrong, I'm sure you would have heard by yeah. now. So that's uh, that's good. New, no news is good news, yes. as they say. That's what we said this morning because uh, Laura woke up. She's like, they didn't call last night. I'm like, that's, that's, that's a good thing. One of the vets said, we'll call you if there's an issue. If not, we'll see you tomorrow. So I think we're hopefully in the clear. So uh, will you guys be going back there to, today, later on? Yeah, or? she's already over there. She's oh, at, okay. she's at the barn right now with the with the other horse with contact and then she'll go over there once you know probably right now she's probably heading over there right now to see garcon and stuff and they said last night that if everything goes smoothly he should go home today worst case scenario they keep him over an extra day just for observation but i'm thinking hopefully he'll come back to the to the regular barn this afternoon well that's good i it looks like the outlook is good on that end i'm sorry you guys are having to go through that that's got to be really tough don't you wish you could just talk to animals yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah, just to understand what they're feeling yes. and what you could do to make them more comfortable. Yeah, definitely. Yes. Uh, sometimes I feel like you can just by their facial expressions and how they look at you or or respond to you. But yeah, it would be nice to have a conversation. Like, what is up? <laughs> what are you thinking? <laughs> What's hurting, buddy? Do me a favor. Just drink this water. Just drink this water and everything will be okay. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, things are on the upswing. How are you doing over there? Doing well. Yesterday was my uh, daughter, my youngest daughter's last day of school. So she is out for the summer. Brooklyn is now. So she was very excited. She had um, she had a busy day, man. Miss Social Butterfly over here. She had like a big party that she went to after uh, school. And then after that, she came home for like an hour. We ate dinner and then she was went to um, her friend was in a play. Uh, that she and a bunch of her little friends went to and they went to see her to support her friend who was in this play. So she did that last night. So she's just very excited that uh, today was the or yesterday was the last day of school for her. And uh, I when I was taking her to this party, I she's like, this party's in Henderson. And I was like, it is. That's interesting. Okay. Um, I guess I'll take you. Let's go. And so, you know, the Waze was saying it's over a half hour to get there. And I'm just like, where in Henderson is this? And it was the Waze is telling me to go all these weird ways. And I'm like, this is not the way to Henderson, but I guess I'll keep following it. Well, my daughter doesn't really have any concept of the way the city is laid out. So <laughs> she thought because it was far, it was in Henderson, far relative to where I live. It was not in Henderson. It was in Southern Highlands, and it was Nuh-uh. it was still far. But I, my ways was it took me the weirdest way there. I did not go on the two fifteen to the fifteen, which is the way I normally would go. I was going through. I was like, it was like get off on Russell, take Russell uh, to Durango, take Durango to Mountains Edge Parkway. I'm like. Where am I going? Where is this house? Like, I was so confused yesterday. There's a mountain edge parkway? Yeah, yeah, there is. I found it for the first time yesterday. <laughs> yeah, it was, I, I don't know what my ways was thinking. And, and then my husband was like, well, maybe there's something happening on the freeway that yeah. is sent to you that way. I'm like, no. I think that she just picked a way without the freeways. Because it usually offers you a couple of options. Yes, yes. And I think she picked that option. And I was just like... That was the worst way I've ever gone to Southern Highlands. Like, that took forever. Did you come back the way you came? No, or did you come I back just your went own on the way freeway. And it, was got, much, it was faster? I jumped on the 15, jumped on the 215, boom, I was done. I was just like, oh my gosh, that was so ridiculous. Yeah, sometimes ways, I think they just they just want to take you for a ride. They just, they just do a little dirty every once in a while. And like, I, why am I getting I was, up here? I was already, like, upset with her over something that happened before. So between that, the weird ways way, the 40-minute the drive to 
to Southern Highlands. I was just over it yesterday. We're here to go. Both you and I starting starting anew, a fresh day. Yes. And you're going to start your weekend off with a bang because tonight you're going to go see Katy Perry at Resorts World. Her residency is back. We've got your tickets at 740 and 943. Katy Perry tickets. And up next is What's Trending? What do you have for us? LeBron adds a new title, the new wave of hackers that actually sound nice. And one beer brand wants to make you an ordained minister. That's coming up next in What's Trending. Mercedes in the Mornings, What's Trending? On Mix 94.1. LeBron James is trending this morning. The NBA player is officially a billionaire. According to Forbes, his net worth surpassed the billion dollar mark after he earned $121.2 million in 2021. He is the first active NBA player to reach that milestone. He spent 19 seasons in the NBA. He's played for the Cleveland Cavaliers, the Miami Heat, and of course the Los Angeles Lakers. He's taken home $385 million from playing basketball, but he's earned more than $900 million from endorsements and business ventures. Michael Jordan is the only other professional basketball player to become a billionaire, but unlike James, he reached that milestone more than a decade after his retirement. I mean, good for him, and and who, he's just getting started. Like, what's going to happen when he when he finishes when he when he's done with basketball? He'll be like Jordan, keep making money. Yeah, I, well, I mean, I don't know that he's just getting started. He's been playing in the league for a long time. Don't no, you think? I mean, like Michael Jordan made all that money after the oh, fact. Yeah. he's got. I mean, he just did a movie. He's got so many other ventures in front of him and endorsements. Yeah, yeah, that's just that's huge. Think about that one. A, a billionaire. Like, uh, wow, that's just impressive. So good for him. Also trending this morning is Goodwill. Now, there is a new strain of ransomware called Goodwill, and it's been identified by cybersecurity analysts. Be aware of this, people. So the twist with this Goodville, Goodwill ransomware is that the victims of it have to complete a series of charitable tasks in order to retrieve their data. So the group behind the ransomware will direct their victims to perform three good deeds, record them, and post on social media to supposedly encourage others to follow suit. Some of the tasks include donating clothes to charity. Uh, one was feed five kids under 13 at a pizza place and take a selfie, and then go to a hospital and pay off someone's bill. So it's legit hackers taking your information and they say they won't give it back, not for money, but until you do three good deeds. Isn't that weird? That is real. It's super weird. Donating clothes. I could, if someone got my stuff, I could do that. Feed five kids under 13 at a pizza place. I could take care of that. But then go to the hospital and pay off someone's bill. Hospital bills are expensive. Yeah, I know. I, I think what I had read on that is it was like select one line item and pay that one off. So if that's the case, okay, I'll pay your $200 aspirin that you took when you were there. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. That's uh, just really crazy. I mean, it's nice, but it's still terrifying. It is. <laughs> they have your stuff. Did you know that our company does phishing emails to employees? Yeah. To see if anyone bites? Yeah. So they're out there. So they're sending stuff, and they want to see if an employee bites. And if they bite, they say, listen. You bet on the wrong thing. Here's what you shouldn't be doing. So just be on the alert that our company sends out phishing emails to make sure everyone is on top of things and not clicking the wrong stuff. Yeah, you got to be careful with that stuff. Did you get taken on that or no, something? No, 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 oh, no. Okay. I just, I, we did the last 
IT um, training seminar, whatever it was, a couple weeks ago. Just that, that was at the end of it. They'd mentioned yeah. that. Like, I wasn't aware of it until that last IT training seminar because they mentioned at the end, you know, what do you think of your company sending emails? I'm like, oh, look at you guys go. Both of our uh, Channel 8, they Channel do that does that also. Too? Yeah, uh, because I got one and I sent it to IT. I was like, I think this is a phishing scam. They're like, oh, good job. <laughs> I was like, oh, I just wanted to report it because I didn't know if this was something else. And they're like, no, very good. Very job good. well done. Um, and then finally this morning, Miller High Life is trending. The beer brand wants to ordain you as a minister. The Champagne of Beers has teamed up with none other than the Universal Life Church to create their own uh, line of wedding legal wedding officiants, awfully named the officiants of high life. So the Universal Life Church describes itself as a non-denominational religious organization that brings together people from all walks of life. But it has perhaps become best known for the ease of which the church will ordain people as ministers, and it allows them to legally perform weddings. Anyone can now go to the website hitchedbyhighlife.com to receive their official officiant status. Once you're registered... Uh, you'll you'll be sent uh, an officiant of High Life package, which includes an officiant of High Life membership card, business cards, along with some other swag. Additional, additionally, ULC and High Life will offer tips on how to perform a wedding, like how to you know how to complete a marriage license. They'll get you a wedding script, and the wedding script opens with "Thank you all for coming. Under your seat, you'll find a bottle of High Life." And then it concludes with, I now pronounce you drinking partners for life. <laughs> so, I, I mean, it's a way to get uh, become an officiant, I suppose. Do you want to sign up? Uh, Do we need to show officiant? Does someone want to sign up on the show? I feel like there's got to be a way that's not involved with a beer company because no. <laughs> I'm not a big beer drinker, but I'm not sure. So there you go. That's what's trending. Mix 94.1. It is 633 Friday morning. Hopefully you are all set, ready for the weekend. I know what I'm doing this weekend. I am going to catch up on Stranger Things. Everyone's been talking about it. My kid even said to me last night, like, you better watch it soon. You're going to start to see spoilers. And I, I don't know if I've seen spoilers. I've seen a couple of things posted. They meant nothing to me. But the one takeaway that I've gotten from this current season of Stranger Things is that Kate Bush song, Running Up That Hill, plays a big role in it. probably know but this song is number one most downloaded on itunes i just got an email from the record company yesterday they're promoting this song this like they're trying to get airplay for this song now like it just came out of nowhere who's the artist that did the cover version of it our boss said he's dropping it in as well oh uh, yeah we talked about the I'm cover spacing, version but yeah it's just huge and from what I'm gathering, that that song has the ability, or maybe it's not that song, but I know that like your favorite song can can help save your life. That's what I'm gathering from this current season of Stranger Things. And there's a list that just came out of songs that actually woke people up from comas. Now, this isn't just like we think. These actually this actually happened. Mental Floss, they put together a list of 15 times that a song actually woke someone up from a coma. Do you think that there's a song that if you were in a coma that y you would hear it and you'd immediately start? Like, <laughs> oh, my gosh, I'm, I'm waking up. Do you think that you have one of those songs? Oh, I, I, I was thinking about that. We started talking about this and I saw this article. What song would it be for me? Is it a high energy song that would wake me up? 
is it a song that has an emotional tie to me that I, that I really like because there's a, there's a happy connection to it. It may not be an upbeat song, but there's just a happy connection to it. Or to be a song that I don't like and I wake up just to turn it off. Ah, turn that <laughs> off. I know if Stop. I was trying to wake you up from a coma, I would play one by you two. Oh, I, yes. I would, yes. I would say, JC, you have to get up. You have to wake up. I'm going to play this for you. And then I'd start playing it and then boom. There he is. Uh, Mercedes, where am I? What happened? I knew this would work. I knew uh, it. What year is it? <laughs> what are some of the songs on the list? These are these are songs that actually woke people up from comas. Uh, this one would put me right back in a coma. But listen uh, to this. I guess a five-year-old was in a coma for 10 days after falling and fracturing her skull. And she slowly started to wake up after hearing... This song over the hospital's PA system. It's the song by James Blunt. Remember, You're Beautiful? You're beautiful. You're beautiful. This woke up a five-year-old from a coma after 10 days. This would be the one that I would wake up from just to turn it off. Who is playing that? (laughs) Didn't expect that one. Maybe this one more for the, the... tempo and the the sound a nine-year-old was on life support for two weeks after being hit by a car but after his mom played him the entire album of this from this band he opened his eyes within the hour and we're talking about green day green day green day american idiot just boom Mercedes, God forbid something happens to you and you're lying there in a coma. It's been it's been three months and I go into the hospital. Oh, gosh. Mercedes, it's me, JC. <laughs> I don't know why I'm whispering at you like a creeper in your ear. <laughs> I want you to listen to something. In the stars tonight, I'm up. And I'm doing the dance, too. <laughs> Back, you guys. <laughs> oh, this is this woke me right up. Why is BTS and you two not on this list? Come on now. You I know, know. So just speaking of BTS, and we're talking uh, uh, a friend of BTS, a, a young Chinese girl was in a coma for 258 days when her mom started humming Gangnam Style by Psy to her. She laughed and then eventually woke up and learned how to speak and walk again thanks to Psy. Gangnam Style. <laughs> Gangnam Style. I don't know if it was a song or if it was her mom singing it to her. Yeah, helmet Mercedes. Oh, she hummed it. I guess I would have to hum it. Yeah, you're singing it, Mom. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, interesting list of songs. Hey, so if you're ever in a coma, we have a list of songs that are help you out. Yeah, just uh, we'll email you the list if someone needs it. (laughs) Hot three is coming up next. What do you have for us? Why you need to check your next check when you go out to eat. There may be a new fee on there. We'll tell you about that. Also, why you should not fear Monday as we're going into the weekend. Mondays can actually be great for you. We'll explain why. And what is the number one word that states Google how to spell? We'll tell you about some of the weird ones, and we'll tell you what we're Googling to spell here in Nevada. That's coming up after Lincoln Park. It's Nam, and this is Mix 94.1. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. 
And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. It's time for the Mercedes Hot 3 on Mix 94.1. The Hot 3 is brought to you by attorney Paul Powell. More lawyer, less fee. It's tough for small businesses right now, especially restaurants. Most of them have operated on tight margins, but now there are challenges with staffing, pandemic-related curveballs, inflation, and supply chain shortages. So now some of them feel forced to pass those costs on to you. And one way they're doing it is by adding various surcharges that pop up at the bottom of your check rather than raising prices. According to the Wall Street Journal, 36% of restaurants have added service fees over the past uh, year. The idea is that this keeps their prices competitive, but it's actually sneakier because customers don't even realize how much they're paying until after they receive the bill. They found these extra charges listed as things like temporary inflation fee, supply chain surcharge, wellness fee, kitchen appreciation fee, non-cash adjustment and fuel surcharge. There are a lot of ways for businesses to spin these charges, but the bottom line is that by making it a surcharge and not building it into the menu prices, you're kind of duping your customers by bearing it in the fine print, and that that can be kind of risky, too. That could end up backfiring on you. When you guys go out to dinner, do you, when the bill comes, do you break down and look at every single item on the bill? Um, I just, yeah, I make sure that we didn't get, like, overcharged mm-hmm. for something or they didn't, because that's happened before where we got charged for something that we never, we ordered, but then they never brought it. <laughs> like, oh. Hey, yeah, we had ordered this appetizer, but you guys never brought it. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, my gosh, I'm so sorry. Yeah, we'll take that right off. But I never really have paid attention to the surcharges at the uh, bottom of the bill. I don't know if I've been a victim of this or not. Do you check out that stuff? I don't. I kind of I look at the total and, and we're creatures of habit. So I kind of go to the same restaurants and, you know, ballpark of what it's going to be. So I just kind of, you know, just glance down. I don't look at the surcharges or anything like that. I don't think there are any on there. What I do notice is anytime I rent a car, there's a lot of surcharges on rental cars, especially when I go back home to Pennsylvania. There's airport pickup fees, reclaiming fees, this fee, that fee. I'm like, what are all these fees just to rent a car that said, you know, 50 bucks online? Next thing you know, you're paying 120 for that $50 rental car. They have that too for airline tickets. Look at some of the fees when next time you buy a plane ticket. I was, I recently bought some and I'm looking at them. I'm like, wow. 
there's a because I saw what the ticket price mm-hmm. is, and then I saw what is going to be charged to my credit card, and I'm like, that's quite a difference. There's a lot of fees there. They all start to add up too. Yeah. It's like a dollar here, twenty bucks here. Next thing you know, it's an extra hundred and fifty dollars on your airline ticket. Uh, does anyone have any luck arguing those fees? Uh, sometimes uh, I've heard that if you argue some of them, that they'll take them off. They just assume people are like us and are not going to pay attention. Yeah, just sign away. <laughs> uh, also this morning, as we head into the weekend, this may help reduce that Sunday night dread you feel before having to go back to work on Monday. Researchers say that Monday is the most productive day of the week. And 10.54 a.m. on Mondays is the productivity sweet spot. The reason... Well, research shows that we get the most sleep on Sunday nights, so we wake up feeling refreshed on Mondays and are more productive as a result. I would just like to say that is a lie. (laughs) (laughs) I do not get good sleep on Sunday at all. I my sleep gets totally thrown off on the weekend, so I can never fall asleep on Sunday nights. My best night of sleep is a Thursday night. Thursday night because it's I know the weekend is here I have one more day of work and no matter how tired I am I'll get through Friday with no issues knowing to get the weekend and by Thursday night just the exhaustion of the week catches up with me and boom lights out so Thursday night I always wake up Thursday morning thinking to myself that was a solid sleep last night that was so good my my best night's sleep is Friday nights I I just don't know like Saturdays I, most of the time, I don't have anything. I can I can sleep in if I want. I could, don't need an alarm. This is going to be great. So I just look forward to going to bed on Friday nights. We all agree, though. Sunday, no good. No, Sunday's the worst. <laughs> uh, finally, this morning, the Scripps National Spelling Bee was last night. And if you've watched it, you saw 13-year-olds spelling complicated words you've never heard before. Now, compare that to the words we struggle to spell Google trends. They just posted some new data on the top words that each state is Googling how to spell. So they're literally searching. How do you, how do you spell blank? Now it's, it's really unclear how they're capturing that, especially if you're really off on your spelling, but here are some of the highlights. Some States had understandable stumbles. The number one search in Utah is for the word boutonniere. Do you know how to spell boutonniere? Boutonniere. B O T I N E E R. Not even close. (laughs) Not even close. Is there you in there? B O U T O N N. I-E-R-E. I would not have gotten that right either. Um, In Mississippi, it's independent. In D.C., it's bearable. In New Mexico, it's baloney. And in Tennessee, it's pneumonia. So I think all of those are kind of difficult, okay? Mm -hmm. Other states were tripped up by words that sound similar or even the same. Like the number one search in Missouri is for dessert, so probably ch- checking to see if it's two S's or one S. Oh, uh, you have a thing that you taught me years ago. And I think of this every <laughs> single time. Dessert has two S's because you want more of the dessert. It's double as good. <laughs> yes. And desert has one S because it's the desert. <laughs> I think of it all the time. You said it to me like 10 years ago. It helps. It, it does. Helps. It does. Um, in Vermont and Louisiana, the word is gray. So I, I get mixed up on that. Is it G-R-E-Y or is it G-R-A-Y? Uh, they say it's G-R-A-Y, but I don't know for sure. Um, people in New Hampshire were not the only ones struggling with that I before E except after C thing, except in this exception. The number one search in Washington is for the word experience. Um, for here in Nevada, the word that we have the most trouble spelling is seizure. Do you know how to spell seizure? S. 
E I Z U R E. Correct. Oh, you got it. Yes. Seizure is that is. I'm having one now that I got it correct. I can't believe it. <laughs> um, these are these are some strange uh, mental blocks that some of these states had. The number one search um, in Kentucky is for the word again. <laughs> um, in Ohio, it's for choir. And in Kansas, it's for princess. So I don't really know like why. Well, somebody, yeah. But this is the best one of them all. The number one most searched for word in the in West Virginia, the spelling is West Virginia. <laughs> <laughs> they don't know how to spell their own state, so they're Googling that. that. is so West Virginia. <laughs> 7 o'clock hour, 740 tickets for you to see Katy Perry tonight over at Resorts World. Mix 94.1. It is 7.01 Friday morning. We were just talking about the most Googled spelling words in each state. And it's all because everyone's talking about the Scripps Spelling Bee, which was last night. Harani Logan ended up winning and in, in kind of historical fashion. Did you see there was there was a spell off last night? I saw the I didn't watch it last night, but I saw them on the news this morning. Yeah, she crushed it last night. It was cool. Yeah, it was really cool. So um, they they went to the, a spell off where you had to spell as many words correctly as you could within 90 seconds. She spelled out 21 out of 26 words correctly. And then the runner up, he got only 15 out of 19 words correctly. What's funny is she was actually eliminated earlier in the competition and um, because they she had to give a uh, give one of the um, what's it called like the definition of a word uh-huh. and they said well that definition is not correct and then the judges went back and they reviewed it and they deemed it was correct so they let her back in the competition when do they have to start giving definitions of words? i don't know that's a know. new twist to the spelling bee i thought you said to spell the word not define it yeah this what a mess <laughs> but but she ended up winning the whole thing because she kept calm and uh just really really cool for her she's gonna get a check for fifty thousand dollars she's gonna get a trophy so, yeah, another spelling bee, Scripps National Spelling Bee in the books there. We have some words from last night. Oh. You want to give this a whirl? Oh, my gosh. I could barely spell the, the state ones. How am I supposed to get I know. these? You, you'll start, Mercedes, and then I'll, I'll, do, oh. I'll take the second word, okay? Okay. Here is um, the first word, one of the words from last night from the Scripps Spelling Bee. Here it is. Hauntish. Hauntish? Hauntish? Steph, Steph, put these in for us. Yep, hot. I think it's hot-tish. Hot-tish? Oh, yeah. Like, she's not hot, but she's hot-ish. <laughs> is that the definition? Um, I'm going to guess that this is a weirder word, so I'm going to say H-A-U-T-I-S-H. Hot-ish. One more time. H-A-U-T-I-S-H. Hot-ish. Ready? Yeah. H-O-T-T-I-S-H. Oh, this was speed. Oh, speed. that's from the, speed the that's from the speed round. This is from the yeah. speed round. This is from the speed round. I couldn't even understand what she said. Can, can you play that yeah. again? H i t t i s h. H i t t i s h. H i t t i s h. It looks like Hiddish. That's gonna be tough. Oh my judging gosh. the speed round. There's no way. Okay, I'll take a stab try, at one. Try another one. Malbrook. <laughs> Malbrook. Malbrook. Yep, Malbrook. Sounds like an actor. Oh, starring Malbrook. Malbrook. M A L B R U 
CK. Mal Brook. <laughs> Mal Brook, the answer? M A L B R O U C K. Did you get it right? I don't even know. She just I heard too it fast. I M A L B R O U C K. I think I did. No way. JT got I one? got Mal Brook correct. Congratulations. Woo. You are the smart one here for sure. Ready again, Mercedes? Yeah, sure. Ornithorhynchus. What? Uh, X. I, there's just no way. I don't even know what that word is. Say it again. Ornithorhynchus. Ornithorhynchus. Didn't she play Bite of Las Vegas? Ornithorhynchus. Oh, it's Orianti? <laughs> Close. O R N I F E R I N C U S. Ornithorhynchus. Ready? Yeah. O-R-N-I-T-H-O-R-H-Y-N-C-H-U-S. I got it wrong. <laughs> I, uh, once she said T and I had no T in mind, I knew I was wrong. It's like the lottery. You get one number up. Oh, I don't have that number. I'm out. Oh, that is just ridiculous. These kids are so talented. Is there a word, though, that is just a normal word that you constantly misspell? Oh, I'm sure there is. Yeah, I got to think here for a second. For me, like, I always misspell the word license. I always spell it L-I-S-E-N-C-E, and it's L-I-C-E-N-S-E. I always switch the C mm-hmm. and the S and mess that one up. I cannot get that one right. We're up on a break here, but I want to give you one more. I want you to end on a high. It's the last one. Oh, gosh. Please be bananas from <laughs> Hollaback Girl. Morhen. What is the word? Morhen. Morhen? Morhen. M O R H E N. Morhen. Morhen. For the prize of $1 million, the answer? M O R H E N. Oh my gosh, I got one right! Uh, you can't overthink it. I thought it was going to be like. A hidden G in there or something. Mm, you did it. Oh, wow. Well, thanks for giving me an easy one. My End on the gosh. high. End on the high. Why do, seriously, why don't they have easy words like chicken? Yeah. <laughs> or yes. <laughs> now, coming up here, we have The Dirt. One of our top favorite shows of all time could be coming back. Details in about 10 minutes. We never gossip. Or would we? Let's go. Time for The Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1. Matthew Morrison, remember him from Glee? He was a judge on So You Think You Can Dance, but he was let go because supposedly he had sent inappropriate flirty messages to a contestant. Well, Matthew says he didn't do anything wrong, and he shared the text that supposedly got him fired. And he did this all on a video. So here's some of Matthew's video that he put out last night. It's really unfortunate that I have to sit here and defend myself and my family against blatantly untrue statements made anonymously, but I have nothing to hide. So in the interest of transparency, I will read to you the one message that I wrote to a dancer on the show. Hey, it's Matthew. If you don't mind, would love to get your number and talk you through some things. The end. I sent this because this dancer and I both share a mutual respect for a choreographer that I've known for over 20 years, and I was trying to help her get a job as a choreographer on the show. Well, that seems pretty harmless, but I can see why it would still violate the protocol of the rules, but it's definitely not as uh, lascivious as as was previously hinted to. Yeah, the tabloids started having a field day saying it was inappropriate stuff. Yeah, because this line definitely, the message itself. Hey, it's Matthew. If you don't mind, would love to get your number and talk you through some things. 
he's a judge on the show. I'm a contestant. Oh, and I'm another contestant. What's he going to help this contestant with? Yeah. Get farther in the so show? Give him some tips? Yeah, you can't do that if you're a judge. I think that's why I was like, oh, but I think he's pointing out to these tabloids that are saying there was nothing flirty about it. There was nothing dirty about it. He just wants to get the word out there that that's what it was. It may not be right under the eyes of the producers and rules of the show, but it definitely wasn't a flirty message. Well, I'm glad that he did that. It's too bad that he had to, but we, you know, we heard the same thing. So I'm glad that he put that out there and, and it definitely changes the perspective on the story. Yeah, it changes the whole narrative. Uh, Post Malone, a new album out today, 12 Carat Toothache. This is his fourth album. We have a couple songs. Uh, this is the one that he did with Doja Cat. It's called I Like You. Take a listen to this. Girl, I like you. I do. I want to be a friend of shopping in a Benz. I like you. I do. I hit you in a leg. Can you fit me in your pants? I like you. I do. We went a better friends and we woke up in Japan. I like you. I do. I like this song. I listened to the album last night. I I need I need to give it another listen. I I I didn't hear enough of it. So what what are your thoughts so far from what you're hearing? Those two songs we played this morning, I like them. I remember though the first song that came out, we played it, and you were you were kind of wishy washy on it. Do you, do you like the, the album more than that you're hearing more of the album itself? Uh, I I am still wishy washy. Yeah. I just I, you know just to be completely transparent, I need to hear more for sure. He's got big shoes to fill. He's got some huge albums that he released previously, so it's it's hard to to live up to that. You know. Will you name your top five favorite shows of all time? Television shows? Yes. Um, Outlander, Game of Thrones, and... Um, hmm, man, it's hard to pick a third place because I like so many. I'll give you five. Okay. Oh, oh you'll, you'll give me five? Yeah. Uh, Breaking Bad, um, Ted Lasso, and... I only need four. Oh, <laughs> why? Wait, wait, I, the one I'm going to talk about is not in your top five. I'm probably going to miss it. I, once you say it, I'm sure I'll be like, oh, yes, I love that show. S Creek. Oh, yes, yes. I love that show. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I love that show. We love that show. It's a great show. If you haven't seen it, it's out there on streaming services. Dan Levy says that he expects there to be more S Creek. Oh, my gosh. The entire. Isn't that great news? The entire cl- uh, cl- cast, he says, is still super close, even though half of them are related, but they all still talk. They get together. They do stuff together. He was talking about doing a movie, but says he wants to do it right. They did 80 episodes. They ended on a high. Doesn't want to do the fans wrong. So something big will happen at some point. It's a matter of when, but the franchise is not done, which I think is great news. Oh, that's really cool. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah, I can't believe I forgot that one. I love that show. Jack Harlow, here he is with First Class. I've been a throw up the sex in a KFC is launching a Jack Harlow meal on Monday. It includes a spicy chicken sandwich, mac and cheese, secret recipe fries, a side of ranch, and lemonade. There will also be special merchandise released exclusively on the KFC app. It's actually a perfect match because Jack is from Louisville, Kentucky, which is where KFC headquarters are located as well. If you if they had a JC KFC meal, what would be in it? Oh, the spicy chicken sandwich sounds good. I'll, uh-huh. d- I'll do that. Does KFC have fries? Yeah, they do have fries. Oh, they have mashed potatoes. I would do the spicy chicken sandwich and mashed potatoes and gravy. I would do coleslaw and mashed potatoes. That's it. <laughs> 
That's all I want. There's no chicken. <laughs> I just love the coleslaw and mashed potatoes. Did you? This is one of these moments. Remember, you said when you were on West Sahara and you went to Party City and it was gone. Yeah. <laughs> I guess it's been gone for a few years. I thought it was just a few months, but yes. I was uh, that KFC on Town Center. Do you know that's gone? On yeah, Charles, Town Charleston Center. and Town Center. Charleston and Town Center. So you have the Albertsons, you have the Starbucks on the one side of Charleston, cross over to the other side of Charleston. There's the Red Rock Nails. There's like a bunch of car places. Okay. There used to be a KFC there. It is gone. What is it now? Empty building for lease. Oh, that's so sad. I pulled in there early in the week and I looked and looked, wait. KFC's gone. I know. They just disappeared. They need to let us know. Yeah, they have to give a heads up when they're leaving a certain location. Now, tonight, you're going to go see Katy Perry at Resorts World. We have your tickets coming up at 740. It's Mix 94.1. All right, your name. Mix 94.1. It is 731. It's been an emotional week in my house. I mean, I I can cry at the drop of a hat. I really can. I can be an emotional person. There's... There's certain things that set me off. So it's not a big shocker when I shed a tear or two, but it is a shocker when my husband does it. He is not the type of person to cry. And in the last two weeks, he has cried three times. Oh, can we guess? Three times. Okay, yes. Take a guess. And what is it that will make you cry no matter what? Maybe it's hearing a certain song. Maybe it's the mere mention of this. So what is it that makes you absolutely emotional? This now I will I, I will tell you when I say three times, two of the things were the same thing. So it's really two incid two incidents. Oh and then so, but three, okay. okay, okay. So what do you got? Uh when you put that fruit down on your new uh, kitchen countertops and you picked up the uh, the fruit and the blueberries <laughs> that leaked in and stained everything, he cried when he saw it. No, and I then, did, though. <laughs> and then he cried tears of joy when he got it out the following morning. Oh, oh man, that's great. Out. Oh, I, I cried in both those instances. <laughs> not was him, not, not him, though. Not him. Well, for, for me, the, the obvious is going to be your daughter, Sophie, graduating. I mean, that what an emotional moment for you guys. It yeah. has to be one of them. Yeah, it definitely was. And we were talking about it because he actually moved seats because where we were seated at the graduation, um, we were kind of on the opposite side that she was. So he goes, I'm going to go on the other side so I can get pictures. So he actually left and he sat by himself just so he had a direct view of her and he took pictures. And he said to me yesterday, man... The second I heard that music play and I looked at her standing there, I lost it. And he goes, I'm so glad I wasn't with, I wasn't with you guys because I started crying. And I was like, Aww. oh, I go like full on bawling. He goes, well, no, but tears were streaming down my face. And I was just like this pomp and circumstance, this music that will make me. I, I started crying when I heard it. I just and, and they started walking in and. Um, you know, she was carrying this flag for her class and I was just like, I lost it, but I never thought he would lose it. And he did. He confessed to me. I got choked up when I saw her walk out holding that thing. Aww. It was, I mean, it was a very emotional thing, but I said, what if Matt was just weeping over the top? I know. 
I know. It's just, it's unlike him. He does not show emotion very often. So that was one of the times. What was the two other times? And the two other times are the same thing, just at two different moments. Okay, then can I stick with the graduation theme? Sure. She didn't graduate, but Brooklyn wrapping up school yesterday. That must be always emotional, especially if you take the pictures on day one of school and then take the pictures at the last day of school and see how much your child has grown over the past year. So I'm going to say graduation for Sophie, which is the given. And that second one is tied into a graduation finishing school, Brooklyn wrapping up classes. No, I think he's happy because he doesn't have to get up and take her to school anymore <laughs> for the summer. I think he was like, woohoo! What else did Matt cry? Two other times? Yeah, but oh. they were the same thing. Your entire family was there. Your mom, they just your got brothers. Your, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that, that was it. With you. The whole family was together. Matt got emotional over that. No, the answer is when he saw Top Gun Maverick. <laughs> <laughs> Which he saw twice in the past week. And he said that he cried both times, which it, I it just, I mean, I, I thought it was sweet and stuff. I, I didn't cry, though. And I was like, you cried? He goes, yeah, man, I cried. It was good. And it's so good he went inside a second time and he cried again. He loved it. You know what's emotional? When he cried the first time, I get it. Movies can do that, too. They can tug at the heartstrings. But when you see it a second time and it gets you again, that's a powerful movie. He said it was even better the second time. And so I was jealous because I didn't go with him the second time. I was like, oh, man, I should have gone. Uh, but what is it that is just guaranteed to uh, to make you cry? Like, you just feel emotions, whether it's a song or, or, or movie or whatever. Is there something that is just guaranteed to make you cry? All the time. Military personnel coming home and surprising loved ones oh and seeing gosh. each other for after X amount of years or even just a few weeks. Anytime I see that, it always gets me. I love the surprise videos. Or it could be a kid at school and not realizing the man behind the costume is mom or dad. They take the costume off and the kid just starts bawling with excitement. Also, too, when military personnel come home, and they're greeted by their dogs. The dog sees them for the first time, and the dog gets super excited. You know, I haven't seen my dog in a year, and the dog recognizes the person. <laughs> they're, in their, they're in their military fatigues, coming home and everything. It's like, oh, my gosh. That is so, so beautiful uh, when that happens. I, I can't. I mean, if you, can't, if you don't get teary-eyed when that happens, come on. <laughs> what is wrong with you? On a lighter note, though. Whenever they do the reunions on, like, I just finished watching this last season of The Circle, and they play the videos of the, the family. Like, they've been in seclusion for this whole time, and then they're like, we have videos from your family. And they play the videos, and it's like, oh, I get emotional. Or on Survivor, when, oh, the, yes. when the families come out, they're like, your mom is here. And she runs out from behind the bush. She's like, hi, sweetie. And they're like, mom. I, I start crying when that happens. But it burns me, too. Because do they have all the family members there? Because they don't know who's going to win and have the family members show up. Does that mean if you and I are in Survivor and you win the contest and you get to see your husband or whoever, they're there. But since I didn't win, they got Laura behind the bush like, ah, you got to go home. Well, Sorry. I think what they do is they bring them all out and they're like, whoever wins this next competition gets to play, gets to see their family. Mm -hmm. So we would see you from a distance. But then if you didn't win, then you'd be like, it's bye, all you get. mom, bye. Like you can't hug her or anything. It's now, so sad. It is very sad. <laughs> Coming up here in less than five minutes, those tickets for you to to go see Katy Perry tonight over at Resorts World. What a way to start your weekend. We also have the Hot 3 coming up next. What do you got for us? We are going to talk about screen time for teenagers. A lot of people think it's a bad thing, but actually it's not a bad thing. There's just an exact amount of screen time that is perfect for them. We're going to tell you what that is. Also, doctors are warning that flying like this on an airplane 
will lower your libido. What is that? And someone broke into a place in Pennsylvania and they only stole this one thing. Being that you're from Pennsylvania, maybe you can explain this to me. I don't get it, but we're going to talk about it coming up next in the Hot 3. It's Mix 94.1. It's Mercedes in the morning, and these phones are going nuts right now, Mercedes. Hey, Tayson. Hey, how's it going? Doing great this morning. You are doing even better because you're caller 20. Yeah. No way. you got to be joking, right? No, you got it. You're going to see Katy Perry, her brand new residency oh, at Resorts World called Play. You're going tonight. Congratulations. Wow, my wife's going to be so stoked. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, you guys have a great weekend. You're really surprised. Oh, it's going to be awesome. You guys are going to have a blast. Thank you so much for listening. Enjoy Katy Perry tonight. And if you want to go see Katy Perry tonight, it's real simple. We've got your tickets coming up at 940. It's time for the Mercedes Hot 3 on Mitch 94.1. The Hot 3, it is brought to you by attorney Paul Powell. More lawyer, less fee. Well, it's it's a fact. Kids spend way too much time online these days. So should you just ban all the devices if they're not doing their schoolwork? A new study says no. Some screen time is actually good for them. Researchers tracked the online habits of over 8,000 kids for almost a decade. And what they found was that limiting internet time too much can actually backfire. Kids who didn't spend at least some time, some of their free time online had fewer friends. They didn't socialize as much. So spending some time on social media actually has benefits. If that's true, then what's the perfect amount of screen time? Well, the study found that the most well-adjusted kids spend one to two hours online on weekdays and two to three hours on Saturdays and Sundays. I think adults, just adults too, because people in general, the screen time. Like for me, I'll be on the computer doing something all day long and I'll say to myself, I need to take a break. I'm going to go read. And then I pick up a Kindle and start looking at another screen to read a book. Yeah. It's just constant screen time. I, uh, if I'm bored, I just scroll Instagram. I start watching reels Mm -hmm. or, you know, and you know, everything's catered to your likes. So it's always something I'm interested in. And so I, I just sit there and I can just look at that stuff forever. I have to sometimes like tell myself like put it down you know this is way too much yes walk away from the thing turn it off and just step away from the from your from your device for a little bit also this morning a doctor is warning travelers that flying economy too often is not good for your sex drive well, buy us all first class tickets then, doctor. The doctor recommends that people think twice about the impact their travel habits have on their health. She explains the link between anxiety, claustrophobia, and the lack of space and how this can actually deplete someone's libido, especially if they're sitting in cheap and cramped economy seats. The doctor suggests that business or first class is a better option. Of course it is. It's a better. I mean, like, this is not my like groundbreaking. Breaking here. Uh, it's a better option because it'll relax your mind and you'll be more comfortable. Well, really. The doctor also recommended taking precautions to sustain your health and, and sex drive as you get ready to fly this summer. She suggested making sure all your urgent tasks are completed so you're not stressing and make sure you're well rested and getting between six to eight hours of sleep before a flight.
is another way to avoid stress during cheap but painful red-eye flights. Yeah, we, what's the fix? They're not going to fix it for us. They also have another study saying driving a big fancy car increases your sex drive. Yeah. Okay, well, give us the big fancy car then. Yeah, yeah it, that paying off all my debt makes you less stressed <laughs> out. Well, yeah, no, absolutely. Anyone want to help me out with that? Yeah, step in here, people that did this study. <laughs> Finally this morning, I guess uh, this is maybe this is common knowledge. I was not familiar with this, but one of the most loved foods in Pennsylvania um, is pierogies? Is that true? Um, it's it's a big food. Is it the most loved food? Maybe probably top five in Pennsylvania. It is big. Pennsylvania Dutch is big. Um, yeah, they're they're like dumplings, okay. kind of filled with Meat. different things: meats, cheeses. You can get some with sauerkraut if you go the German route. Yeah, it's they're filled with different things. Okay, so then this might make sense. A 26 year old guy in the the town of Trout Run, Pennsylvania, called the cops last month after someone broke into his apartment and only stole pierogies. They took a five pound bag of Mrs. T's pierogies out of the freezer and just left. And now police are trying to track down whoever did it. Now, a five pound bag has 60 pierogies and as the police report lists the value as $10 and whoever stole them also did $10 worth of damage to the drywall in the kitchen. So that's. 20 bucks total. What's $10 in drywall damage? Like a missing nail or like <laughs> I don't patchwork? Know. What the heck is that? Anyway, police say their investigation is ongoing. It's not clear if they have any solid leads yet. Dude, I'll buy you a bag of pierogies for $10. Why are we wasting the police? Why are we wasting their time? Taxpayers' <laughs> money, yeah. The, the whole thing can be solved for 20 bucks. But I, I didn't realize that, that they're such a coveted a food item in Pennsylvania. Well, yeah, there are pierogi shops all over the place. I, I, I was never really into pierogies. The church we went to, the Shrine of Chestahova, they they made pierogies there, homemade ones, and they were delicious. Is there a store or a shop here in town that sells pierogies? I've, I wouldn't even know where to go get them. I've never had them. That should be a try Tuesday. I want to try pierogies. Try pierogies? What are pierogies? I, you said they're, are they like raviolis? No, but like a, think of it like a dumpling, and then there's, depends what, what kind you get. I remember there's somewhere meat inside some veg- vegetables the one that i had at the shrine of chestahova the polish base there'd be sauerkraut in there and uh, they're hot they're delicious it's been years though it's probably been 20 years i really 30 years is that a pierogi curious man between that and del taco i've got some catching up to do i have not tried a lot of common food start with the del taco do that first <laughs> then you can do the pierogies here in the eight o'clock hour you're gonna go see the lumineers we've got your tickets coming up at 8 25 and those are yours when you win heads up after the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medella is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medella is your reward. Medella, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly, beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Mix 94.1. It is 7.59 Friday morning. A lot to come this morning. We've got your tickets on the way for the Lumineers this hour with Heads Up. Next hour, more Katy Perry tickets for you. And of course, it's Friday, so we're going to be spinning the Oh Wow Wheel here shortly. And next hour, we have the Friday Rewind. So a lot to get to this morning. And apparently, there is a cause for celebration this morning. We are all doing the happy dance around here. And it's all because of excrement. Yes. (laughs) Our horse, Garcon, pooped three times last night. So we are celebrating right now. Uh, Explain why. I mean, normally, like, a horse (laughs) going to the bathroom is not cause for excitement. But if you weren't listening earlier, this actually is quite the big deal. Yeah, he was, uh, Garcon, uh, one of Laura's horses, was starting to colic. And that's just, that's bad news when a horse colics. Horses, they uh, they have a stomach issue. Horses don't throw up. So the only way for horses to relieve stomach issues is to poop stuff out. And Garcon was starting to have stomach issues. He wasn't pooping. You could tell he was in pain. That stuff can get compacted, twisted. Next thing you know, you're having surgery. It's just, it's bad news. So he started colicking. There was no poop in his stall. He was very lethargic. So we took him to the vet. They were awesome. They gave him fluids, a couple other things. And um, we were just waiting for him to poop. And I got the message that he pooped three times last night. So things are flowing in his stomach right now, which is just fantastic news. It's great news, the fact that he pooped three times. Is there something that you're celebrating that's kind of weird? Like like your animal going to the bathroom? Like What's a, what's a weird thing you're celebrating? Uh, I, I, it just made me think of when I had both my daughters. Like, that's a thing where... The the postnatal nurses will wait for you to to go number two or to no or was it past gas? <laughs> There's one thing I can't remember. Ladies, can you help me out with that? I, I, there was something. They're like, we have to wait until you pass gas. That's that means you're okay. And, uh, or no, maybe it was go to the bathroom. I can't remember, but I, I remember after I went, they were all like, woohoo! You're, you're good. I was like, hey, all is well in my world. It's just the odd things that you celebrate. If you have a colonoscopy, they wait for you to pass gas before you That's leave. what it is. Yeah. My husband got one yeah. and he farted and everyone was like, woohoo. I'm like, I, that never gets celebrated in my house. Yeah. For Laura, every time she gets one, we sit there and it happens like, all right, doc, did you hear it? We're good. We go home now. All right. We'll see you next time. What, what, what odd thing did you guys celebrate? Uh, that I'm going to celebrate the first time I tried pierogies people are texting us and saying all the places that I can get pierogies here in town I had no idea there was like this underground pierogi uh situation going I'm gonna celebrate that when I try them for the first time you're gonna like them to me though they're more of a fall wintertime meal but you can eat, obviously eat them any time of year. But anytime I would have pierogies, I always there was always fall time or entering winter. To me, it's a it's a colder weather. Do treat. they have a butterscotch, butternut squash pierogies? Maybe uh, that just to me screams fall fall <laughs> food, butternut squash or something like that. Celebrate pierogies. Is there something odd that you're celebrating, Steph, or that you have celebrated that doesn't seem like a normal celebration? I saw this video on Instagram, and they had a full-on birthday party for a chihuahua, and they had, like, I'm telling you, full-out mariachi band, and they had, like, a catering service, and then you see the dad holding the chihuahua, and he's like, ding ding and he's dancing with Aww. it. I thought it was the cutest thing. It makes me want to throw on 
full-on birthday parties for Momo. <laughs> do it. Do it. And hire mariachis. I will. Uh, and please invite me. <laughs> if there's mariachis there, I want to be there. <laughs> <laughs> I will. It's coming up December. December 30th. He'll be two years old. Oh, my god. You got to get hats. We've had hats. We put hats, party hats on Jackson, Zoe. Oh, just yeah. Sit there like two fools. No idea what's going on. <laughs> party hats on. Just looking around. Like, dude, <laughs> you don't even know what's happening right now, man. Someone just texted. It says, uh, from Shadow, I'm celebrating my boss being on vacation. <laughs> That's that could be cause for celebration. It could be. I mean, uh, this... we've had some coworkers we celebrated when they went on vacation oh, before. Oh yeah, or like permanent vacation. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Uh, This one says, most people send out Christmas cards with family pictures. We thought it would be fun to send out National Empanada Day cards on April 8th. You're welcome to all my friends and family. (laughs) Just send out random cards for a day. It's National Donut Day. Send out cards of your family with you and a donut or something like that. That's brilliant. Yeah, there's something to that. I think that's really, really smart. Happy National Donut Day. Picture you and the family holding donuts. That's what you do. We should do a Try It Tuesday Uh with pierogies, empanadas, and then some other raviolis. Like, things that are wrapped in other things. That should be a try Tuesday, like items that are wrapped. Items that are have a, a stuffing or something. So, but from different cultures. So pierogies, empanadas, or maybe like egg rolls or something like that. Oh, okay. Let's I'm do, liking this. Why, why don't we like set that up? Don't you think that would be good? Yeah, three different ones. Wrap foods and see which one we like the best. Because I really want to try pierogies, and I now that she mentioned empanadas, that sounds amazing. I've had those plenty of times, but I could always use more. <laughs> and then egg rolls or, I don't know, there's something there. There's, we got to yeah, come up with something. We got to unpack that a little bit more, but I like, I like that one. Now, yes, still to come this hour, there's Lumineers tickets, 825, and then we're spinning the oh wow wheel. We're doing that next. We have to run through the categories. Mine is going to be an artist or song that starts with the letter J because that's to be the first letter of my name, so JC. So I am an artist or song that starts with the letter J. Mercedes, what do you have? I have to do a song that has the word summer in the in the song or in the title of the song. All right, Steph? Songs that you would like to hear more on Mix 94.1. Mm, nice. I like that. Which, that was my category. That was a good one, too. Yeah, <laughs> yes. all great categories. We're doing the Oh Wow Wheel in about 10 minutes. Mercedes in the morning. Wow. Wow. And now the Oh Wow Wheel. All right, we are getting ready to spin the Oh Wow Wheel, and our guest vetoer this morning is Jacob. Hi, Jacob. Good morning. Good morning. You will determine if uh, the person who the wheel lands on gets to play their song. We're going to give it a spin here. We've got three categories going today. Um, Our categories are songs that are played uh, or songs that have the word summer in them. Songs that start with the first letter of your first name and it's JC. So it starts with a J or songs that you think should be played on Mix 94.1. Those are your categories. And it just landed on... JC. Now, here's the uh, interesting uh, situation that we have here. I'm looking at this wheel. So, uh, Jacob, if you give JC the veto, it's going to move to me. Um, What's interesting is, though, I'm on both sides of you on the wheel. I think we had maybe one extra spot. So So I'm I'm completely surrounding you on this one, JC. So what, tell everyone what your category is and tell us what your song is. Uh, Let me load it up here. And, um, well, it looks like it is gone. Okay. Give him the veto, Jacob. I've got my song ready. Yeah, no, did, you clear, Steph, did you clear out Thursday stuff? No, you, I didn't. You just said the hook. So I'll put in, I'll put the song in for you. Okay. 
<laughs> okay. I, I put my song in somewhere, but it's gone. If my so- I, had, I had something else. So Steph is putting something in for me right now. Okay. We have a, a change up here. Is it this one? Um, yeah, that's the full song. Yeah, I'm going to go with that one. Okay. Okay, okay. <laughs> so um, you probably thought I was going to do 80s music, right? A lot of people may have thought that. I love my 80s. I, maybe Jack and Diane. I figured Maybe that. Jay Giles band. I, so uh, yeah. I've got a curveball. I'm going with some K-pop, and there's a band that your daughter Sophie turned me on oh to called gosh. Red Velvet is the name of the band. <laughs> it's a group, and they've got a song called Jackpot. <laughs> so that is the song that I'm going with for the Friday morning. Oh, wow, we all. Okay, Jacob, who also starts with a J, do you want to hear Red Velvet, or do you want to give it the veto? I think this might be the easiest veto of all time. Oh. <laughs> I'm so, so that, sorry. That's a yes, then? You're vetoing it? Yes, he's vetoing it. Jacob, you know, it's all in your hands, and you get to decide. JC, what a, ni- what a nice thing. Too bad my daughter's sleeping. She would have loved that. Oh, I was going to consult her, too, about which uh, what's a good K-pop song that starts with the letter J. All right. Oh, okay, so that means it moves to me. My song category was a song that has the word summer in the title or in the song. So I actually decided to take it back. Take it way back. Um, let me see the year on this one. Uh, this one, I think, is probably 80s. 1989 Ooh. on this one. And it's by a, an artist that I believe did radio in Las Vegas at one point. Dino? Did Dino? I don't know. Well, if not, the song is called Summer Girls. Do you remember? Summer Girls. <laughs> I'm taking this way back. It is the Oh Wow Wheel. So you're saying that Dino was a DJ at some point here in Las Vegas? Yeah, I think so. Was he? On one of our sister stations. Nuh-uh. Yeah. When we worked here? No, no, oh. way before our time. Oh, okay. Yeah, way before our oh, okay. time. Okay. <laughs> like, when did I miss no, Dino no, in the no, building? No, no. I, I think we were young tykes still <laughs> Okay, <in school>. okay. <laughs> That's a good song. It was a Friday morning. Oh, wow. We all, the wheel landed on me. I had to pick a song that started with the letter J. I went with K-pop sensation Red Velvet and their song Jackpot. But it got vetoed. Got the veto. So that moved over to me. A song with the word summer in it. I picked Dino's Summer Girls. And Steph, you weren't in the mix this week, but your category was what again? A song that you want to hear on Mix 94.1 more. So it's already played. We kind of played on overnights. But this song is just so fun. It's so happy. It makes me just want to get up and dance. And I chose the song I Think I Like You by the band Camino. Oh! This is a great song. I think this is getting bumped up. I think we're playing it more now. Ooh, so my wish is granted. Yes. 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 This is such a good song. I love that you love this. Oh, my gosh. We gotta. We should do a feature where we highlight some of the songs that are being discussed for Mix 94.1 and just, like, get people's opinion. Because I think that's a, a smash. And, and it needs to be played more. And a great summer song, I feel. Yeah. It's just, oh, I feel like I'm drinking the Truly on the by the pool <laughs> and I'm singing the song. Well, plus you pull the curtain back, too, on, on songs. You know, it's interesting to see how this whole thing works. Songs that get played, don't get played, the ones you like, the ones you don't like, and the disagreements you guys have between 
Just a couple weeks ago, we played some songs that you were a fan of, but our boss wasn't a fan of. And it's interesting to hear your guys' rationing behind each song. Maybe we do that on Tuesdays because we usually have our meetings on Mondays. So then on Tuesdays, (laughs) Tuesdays. I can tell you. Okay, here's how it went. Now we have uh, something happening really cool right now. We want Caller 20 at 702-364-9400. You're Caller 20. You get to play Heads Up. We have a great prize for you. We have a pair of tickets to see the Lumineers. They are coming to town. MGM Grand Garden Arena on July 20. 24th. You can win a pair of tickets right now. All you have to do is be caller 20. We have your category. Since it's Friday, there's one left. It's cavity. Uh, you do get to pick your partner, though. And if you get six answers in 60 seconds, you are going to win. Caller 20, you're playing 702-364-9400. It's time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the Morning on Mix Nutty 4.1. Hey, Kim, you're calling. 20 ready to play heads up i think so you got this all you got to do is get six answers in uh 60 seconds why am i like space 60 minutes it's not like we play this game every single day um so all you got to do is is that your category is cavity i love my dentist day was yesterday so these are all things you would find at the dentist okay oh gosh okay okay who do you want to pick as your partner this morning Mercedes. Okay. All right, here we go, Kim. You have we six- listen to you every morning, so I think we're- I feel more confident with Mercedes. Okay, Absolutely. we're going to good, good pick, Kim. It's a solid pick. You got 60 seconds on the clock. You get six correct. You're going to go see the Lumineers. And Kim and Mercedes, you start now. Okay, You when you're happy, you put one of these on your face. A big what? A smile. Yes. You look in one of these to see what you look like. Okay. Mirror. Yes. Um, the, the hygienist removes this from your teeth. Uh, there's a bunch of built up what? Black. Yes. Um, they take one of these to see uh, like your roots. Like, yes. Yes. Um, sometimes these will bleed if you don't brush enough. Your gum. Yes. Um, sometimes you need to take this piece of string in between your teeth. Black. Yes. yes. Nice. You got it. Nice job, Kim. Congratulations. Thank you. I feel like I nailed that. You, you did, did nail it. <laughs> and, Kim, you actually had 30 seconds to spare. You made it in the 30-second club, which is pretty cool. And you've got those tickets to go see the Lumineers July 24th, so congratulations. Now, next hour, this is this is great. Tonight, you're going to go see Katy Perry over at Resorts World. Her residency is back. Your ticket's at 940. Mix study 4.1. 8.38 Friday morning. Oh, man. Oh, man. People are mad. People are really mad. About what? Do you ever see, like, um, a conversation on, you know, someone posts something and then the conversation starts below it, like on Facebook oh, or something? Oh, you see X amount of comments below yeah. it? Sure, yeah. Well, there's uh, there's one on next door that I'm looking at. It's not here in Vegas, but it's in uh it's in Houston and a friend of ours lives in Houston and she sent me this. This is crazy. So, she's on the Next Door app and she sent me a screen cap of it. We could probably post it. She saw this lady asking if someone can rehome her dog because she has a newborn and the dog is not working out. So, let me here, let me read it. This is says I can't, there's a picture of the cutest dog. It's so cute. It says, I can't keep my dog. His name is Rocky. I can't keep my dog after having my baby. We had him since he was a puppy. He is almost three years old on August 19th. 
He's high energy, loves to play all the time, loves to cuddle. A little goofy, for some reason, hates the office show music. But he is a very good protective dog. After we had our son, I start to find little time for him. Because of that, he's getting sadder and more anxious. I can't keep him around my son, so he has been separated for most of the day. I don't like seeing him getting sadder. It's been a couple of months now, and I don't think things will change. If anyone wants him, please reach me. I'll drop him off if you need it. He's vaccinated and fixed. I'd hate to give him to a shelter. So this is this is in Houston. The lady is looking to rehome her dog, had a baby, um, and people are going crazy. There is a lot of hate in the comments that, you know, for her giving up her dog over her baby. A lot of people saying you can make both work. People have done it for years. Uh, why are you keeping them separate? If this is a good dog, there's no reason for it. What do you think uh, about rehoming a dog because of a newborn? Do you think that that's understandable? She is getting some support just for the record. But um, what would you do in this situation? Wow, that is tough. After three years, though, I mean, after three weeks, you're attached to your puppy. Having that dog for three years, that's part of your life. That's part of your family. Giving this woman the benefit of the doubt, I'm sure she probably exhausted all options of the two getting along. Is it, I don't have a kid, so I don't know, but is it just a phase? Is it just the first six months that's really tough? Maybe once the kid gets past that first six months, the dog will be better. And if that's the case, I'd hate for her to give up the puppy and the dog that she loves for an inconvenience over six months, year max. Think of the joy that the puppy and the kid's going to have growing up with that dog together, three-year-old dog, your your kid, they're going to grow up together and form a great bond. But at the end of the day, if it's not working out and the dog's going at the kid and that's bad news, what else is she supposed to do? It sounds like she's trying to find the dog a good home, someone that's going to give the dog a loving home versus just taking it down to the shelter. Well, it, it doesn't even sound like the dog's doing anything wrong. It, that's what I got from it. Okay, the dog is, I took it as the dog was doing something to the kid, like trying to get at the kid or cause harm to the kid. The dog is just. It doesn't say, uh, yeah, it doesn't say anything about that. It just says he's high, ener high energy, loves to play. And basically that it says after we had our son, I start to find that I have little time for him. Because of that, he's getting sadder and more anxious. I can't keep him around my son. So he has been separated for most of the day because he's getting sadder and more anxious. I, I, like, I don't know. It just, it seems like the dog didn't do anything wrong. Um, our number is 702-364-9400. What do you guys think? Have you ever had to rehome an animal because you had kids? Um, to me, this sounds like why, why not incorporate it more in the dogs or in the, in the kid's life? I mean, I get that the, the kid is very young right now. When we had, we had Sophie, we had two dogs, our, our two pugs, Max and Molly, and we made sure that we were, we, we introduced them the way that the vet told us to introduce them, which was wrap up Sophie in a blanket, swaddle her, take that blanket home and let the dog sniff it before you bring her home. So we took that home. I was still in the hospital for a day or two. So they smelled it. They were they were really curious about it. Just like, what? Who is this? You know, just the looks on their faces were like, what? I remember Molly took the blanket into she loved to hang out in her little crate and she took it in there and she just slept on it and just just kept smelling it. And then Max would go in there, take the blanket from her and he'd sniff it. So when we brought her home and I kind of held her down, they were like, we know her. 
and they started they started licking her, which I was like, get away. Aww. But it was it was really cute. Maybe if you incorporate the dog more or if she's dead set on it, is this the way to go? Um, maybe it's just you don't have the time. And if that's the case, then you should give the dog to someone who can spend time with it. Mm-hmm. You know, that don't don't let this poor dog suffer the heads of the kid yeah Yeah, it's just bad um this text just came in it says the dog was there first get rid of the baby lol (laughs) would be the post the next day beautiful child sleeps a lot i decided to keep the dog you guys um let's talk to aliana uh uh, uh, what do you think on this i think it's reasonable to have the dog go to a new home because with a new child it is stressful I have two of my own, and it can get stressful. So I think if the dog is lonely and anxious and he needs the care and, and attention, he should get it to where he can where he can get it from and where he deserves to get it from. He might not be able. He might not do anything to the child, but as as a parent, you want to be able to get that attention and care for your loved one. And essentially, he is a loved one. Yeah, you you want the dog to be happy, and if it's if it's miserable and anxious, yeah, maybe it is time to find a new home for it. But it's just a bummer that she hasn't been able to make it work. You know, yeah. the dog has been there for three years. That's just sad. And it, it does bum me out too. If it's just, can you give it a couple more weeks, a couple more months? Maybe just with the child getting older, in a couple more weeks, a couple more months, things might change, and you get a balance of handling your first kid. And then find some time for the puppy because I didn't have a dog growing up, but I, and I would see buddies and friends that would have that dog that they grew up with and that bond that they had, and that's a cool thing to grow up with your childhood, a childhood dog and stuff. That's a cool thing to have, and your kid could have it, but if they don't get along, could be trouble. Yeah, well, again, like I don't think they're not getting along. I think she, I don't know why she wasn't doesn't want to bring them together. That's what I don't understand. Give us more details. Let's find this lady. Let's go to her house. Steph, track her down. Let's call her and see what's going on. Steph, what would you do if, if you, okay, let, let's say you and James decide to have children and then you bring it, bring the child home and you've got Momo uh, and maybe Momo's not getting the attention that Momo is used to and Momo gets a little sad and gets a little anxious and you feel bad, but I mean, you have a child now and you got to take care of that child. What would you do? I, I think about this all the time. And I always tell Momo, you are always my firstborn baby. I'll never forget about you. You'll always get the attention and love that you deserve. If it's through us or if we hire a dog sitter or if we, we luckily we have friends that we've made at the park so we can drop them off with our friends and like hey can you take momo out for an hour and they'd be more than happy to and they're retired so i think we'll we'll make it work we we even if it's not me or james if we're busy with the baby if we drop him off at a friend's house momo will definitely get the love that he deserves but he's staying with me he's my baby (laughs) (laughs) the firstborn he is my firstborn just do the blanket (laughs) thing just make sure he smells a blanket of uh baby Stephen james and uh th- then then he'll be all ready for him like oh, i know you i just smelled you that is so smart they say when you have two do- dogs introducing a new dog to a house if you already have one dog have them meet at a central location and we did that with jackson zoe they met at a park and hung out together and then we took them back to the house but that is brilliant with this sniffing of the blankets they know the child smell when he come home yeah they just recognize it and then it was so funny at, like you were saying growing up with the pet those two dogs were like her guardians she walked into a room they were right behind her just making sure everything okay here okay (laughs) it was really cute now we have the hot three coming up next what do you have for us okay we are going to talk about uh recovering from surgery 
Experts say that people who do, do this recover faster. I think the answer is going to surprise you. We'll, we'll tell you what that is. Also, what's the best day to go to happy hour? Surprise, it's not Friday. We'll tell you why. And a woman buys something off of Craigslist. And wait till you hear what she found in it. We're going to talk about all that coming up next in the Hot 3. It's time for the Mercedes Hot 3 on Mix 94.1. The Hot 3 is brought to you by attorney Paul Powell. More lawyer, less fee. Okay, so imagine you woke up from surgery and your doctor prescribes to you some heavy drinking. You'd probably think they were drunk, but maybe not. A new study in Germany found that people who drink medium to potentially hazardous amounts of alcohol tend to do better before and after major surgery. All the people in the study were over 60, okay? The ones who drank a lot had a better quality of life leading up to and immediately after their surgeries. They were more comfortable. They had less pain. They got back to their normal activities faster and reported better overall health in general. The researchers aren't sure why, but they do have a theory. Even though the long-term effects of drinking are bad, it can have some good short-term effects. They include reduced stress, elevated mood, and a tendency to be more social. What is a hazardous amount of alcohol? That, I don't know. That, that I don't want to know. That doesn't sound fun to me, does it? No, but if it helps you recover better from a surgery, maybe it's something looking at. I don't know about the hazardous level. I'll go to the medium <laughs> level, but the hazardous level? No, thank you. I don't want to be all hung over and stuff. I don't like this one. Yeah, that's uh, that's really surprising. Well, speaking of drinking, for some people, nothing beats getting out of work a little early on Friday and hitting up a happy hour. Wait, or did I say Friday or actually I meant Tuesday because a new poll says that people were asked to name the best day to hit up a happy hour. And Tuesday was the number one answer with 18 percent of the vote. Friday was a close second at 17 percent. They didn't provide a full breakdown. But if people are doing Tuesday, I mean, there's no shame in hitting up happy hour on a Monday just to celebrate getting through the first day of the week. Right? <laughs> you made it, yeah, day one. Uh, I remember in college, Thursday was the big night at UNLV. Thursday night was the night that everyone went out. Bars were packed. That was the night you went out. Friday was like a lower key night, and then people picked it back up on Saturday nights. But Thursday was, and that caught me off guard, too, because everyone's like, it's going out big tonight. Like, it's Thursday. Like, yeah, it's Thursday nights. We celebrate out here. We would do Thursdays also just because um, if like Friday, it's like that's the start of the weekend, but that's more family time. So if you're hanging out with the coworkers, you still do it while you still have work going on and then friday that's that's for family i'd once once five o'clock rolled around on friday the last thing i want to do is hang out with work people i wanted to go home you, you know your family I mean? stuff yeah. yeah um and finally this morning this is interesting um and what would you have done in this situation a california woman found more than thirty six thousand dollars in cash hidden inside one of the cushions of a sofa she found on craigslist Vicky Umadu said she was never tempted to keep what she found. She said she immediately gave the money back to the family who gave her the furniture. She said, God has been kind to me and my children. They're all alive and well. I have three beautiful grandchildren. So what can I ever ask from God? She says the family that was giving away the furniture explained that a loved one had recently passed away and they were liquidating everything in the property. Well, Vicky said when she returned the money, the family told her they had actually discovered other cash hidden throughout the rest of the house, but only a few hundred dollars. They're not sure why the deceased may have hidden so much money inside his couch, 
But as a way of saying thank you, they agreed to pay for a new refrigerator for Vicky, and they gave her $2,200. Oh, that's very sweet of her. Yeah, that's really nice. I, I mean, you find $36,000 in a couch you, uh, couch you got on Craigslist. Do you think about keeping it or do you, I like, I just, I couldn't live with the guilt. Oh yeah. I would have to, but I would, it would take me a a second just to be like, oh, all the things I could do with this, but no, I have to give it back. The thought would cross my mind of keeping like, oh, $36,000, you did this, that, but yeah, you have to give it back. I I would definitely give it back. She ended up getting money in the long run. Yeah, you would, yeah, a nice little reward. Do you do you have any loved ones, or did you ever have a grandparent or someone that passed away, and they hid money in the couch or under the mattress? You hear about these stories of, of a loved one passes away. There's usually an older one, too, that passes away, and they had all this money hidden throughout the house. We, um, when my father-in-law passed away, and we had to go clean out his home in uh, Florida, we found money all over the place, and he he hid a lot of money in coats. Like we had to go through every set of pockets on all his like coats and jackets because there would just be like two hundred dollars in here, three hundred dollars in here. Then we found like a, a a coffee can that was in his closet. We opened it and there was money in there. Like yeah, he he stashed his money. It was crazy. We were afraid to give anything away because we're like, is there money in here? <laughs> yeah. We went through everything. Check on the pockets of his pants. Yeah, you gotta go nonstop. So it's Friday morning and about three minutes here, right after Adele, we're kicking off the Friday Rewind. Do you have a song you want us to play? Send it in. 702-364-9400. Mix 94.1, it's Mercedes in the morning, the Friday Rewind, and it's time for the Friday Rewind Quiz. Okay, this is where we take a random year, take it back, pick a song, and play it in Rewind. So we see if we can try and decipher it. Been pretty good on this, pretty lucky so far, so let's see if we can go another week on this. My friend, luck is maybe five in a row, maybe ten in a row. You've gotten the last 19. Well, we've only done 19. You've got them all right. I counted them up. You got 19 in a row. Oh my goodness. All right. Can we go can we go for 20? Yes, you can. Okay. What year? 1996. I got to write this down. 96. Okay. Let me paint the picture. Happening in June of 1996, the Rosie O'Donnell show was premiering. Before Ellen, there was the Rosie O'Donnell show. Okay. She was hot stuff for a couple of years when that show started. I used to watch it. Didn't she used to flick stuff into the audience? Like, Flick stuff? Yeah, I remember like like she Oh, she would shoot things. Yeah. yeah, little like rubber things, yes. Now, the movies, big movies, June of 1996. We had The Rock, The Cable Guy, and Striptease with Demi Moore. Okay. So there's the picture. It has been painted. You ready for the song? Yes. Pull this down here. All right. Here you go. I just don't know the name of the song. Oh, is it Glizzard? No, it's not. No, wait, wait. Can I can I Google Bush song titles? Is that okay? Yeah, absolutely. Google, okay. Googling is allowed in this game that we do. Do you guys know it? Listening right now to the radio. Oh gosh. 
it's. A... I'm gonna say. Oh, I think things are coming to an end here. No. Let me. Steph, Steph always puts them in. Steph, was the song in our system, or did you have to add the song? No, the song is in our system. Okay. Do you want a lifeline? But the phones are ringing. I'm torn between two. Talk it out loud. Talk it out loud. Well, like, okay, it's not glycerin. I know that. It's, it's like, is it come down? Is it machine head? I don't know. We'll give you a lifeline. <sighs> Listen, we have Teresa as your lifeline. Okay. Teresa, good morning. You are my lifeline. If if you help me get the oh no, (laughs) that's not a good sign. (laughs) Confidence, Teresa. Confidence. Come on. (laughs) What do you? Uh, Well, I know they say breathe in, breathe out, and it is Bush, but is that the name of it? I I don't think it is. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say it's Machine Head by Bush. That is what I'm gonna go with. Is that your final answer? (sighs) Yes. Does the streak continue? Oh, no. Show me Machine Head. That's it? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yes, it is. Oh, my gosh. The streak continues. You nailed it. I don't even know if we can count that as part of the streak because that took me a lot of hemming and hawing to get to that. We're on no, We have no timeline. Oh, You're allowed lifelines. You're allowed to Google, and you got it. Bush. That was machine hard. Head. That was really hard. Oh, my goodness. That means we get to play the song, right? Yes, we do. Yes, we do. From 1996, here you go. It's Mix 94.1. It is Mercedes in the morning. Mercedes in the mornings, what's trending Woo! on Mix 94.1. Okay, this morning we have LeBron James trending. The NBA player is officially a billionaire. According to Forbes, his net worth surpassed the billion dollar mark after he earned $121.2 million in 2021. He's the first active NBA player to reach that milestone. He's spent 19 seasons in the NBA. He's taken home $385 million from playing basketball and earned more than $900 million from endorsements and business ventures. Michael Jordan's the only other professional basketball player to become a billionaire, but unlike James, he reached that milestone more than a decade after his retirement. What was this from? Just some random kid here? LeBron James. LeBron James. LeBron James. LeBron James. LeBron James. That is one of the most famous vines of all time. Uh, the LeBron James kid is so... Man, I wonder what he looks like now. He's grown up. That was, yeah, that was one of those iconic vines. Remember Vine? I miss Vine. Yeah, can you still access Vines? Because we did a Vine in here that I wish I'd get my hands on. It involved the big show, the wrestler of the big show. We did some, some Vine where all of a sudden he appeared, and you did it. And I, Man, I wish we could get our... We did the same thing with um, the guy from 90210. Uh, what's his name? Ian Zero. Ian Zero. yeah. Well, I mean, if they're if they're on the internet somewhere, you can access them, them. But I don't know. That was it. Was it on my Vine account? I think it was. Yeah, uh, we're Vine under your account. I don't know if uh, I don't know if I have that anymore. But <laughs> please get your MySpace and Vine up and going again yeah. for me. <laughs> also trending this morning is Goodwill, a new strain of ransomware which is called Goodwill. 
has been identified by cybersecurity analysts. The twist on this one is that victims have to complete a series of charitable ass uh, tasks to in order to retrieve their data. So the group behind this ransomware, they'll direct the victims to perform three good deeds. Like it, it could be random things, buying food for kids, uh, donating clothes to charity, uh, paying off a hospital bill. And they'll ask you to document it, take a picture, post it on social media. And then and only then will you get your data back. What a weird kind of ransomware. Doing good stuff, but at the same time, you're doing something really, really bad by holding our stuff hostage. Yeah, I just, yeah, I can't get on board with it, even though the end result is kind of nice. I still am like, no, that's, that's not okay, you know? It still seems illegal. Yeah, it, it does. Um, and then finally, this morning, Miller High Life is trending. The beer brand wants to ordain you as a minister. The Champagne of Beers, they've teamed up with none other than Universal Life Church to create their own legal wedding officiants, which they're calling the officiants of high life. So this ULC describes themselves as a non-denominational religious organization, and they say that you can apply at hitchedbyhighlife.com to get the official uh, officiant status. And then when you're registered, they're going to send you a bunch of stuff, like a package that has your membership card, business cards, other swag. And then they'll also offer you tips on how to perform a wedding, how to complete a marriage license. And you'll have an uh, an official Hitched by High Life wedding script. It opens with, thank you all for coming under your seat. You'll find a bottle of High Life. And then it, it concludes with, we now pronounce you drinking partners for life. <laughs> okay. I mean, you must really, really love Miller High Life, if you want to do this, right? Yeah, and who gave it the the moniker, the champagne of beers? Is it Miller High Life just that's crowned just themselves? What they, that's just what they're kind of called, yeah. I, I don't know if they gave themselves that moniker or if they've re- received it over the years, but yeah. That was my first beer. My buddy's dad, uh, Jeff Arnold, his dad, Don Arnold, would have a keg of Miller High Life, so that was the first beer I ever drank. Oh, man, good times. <laughs> and and hey, we hope uh, we hope you have some Miller High Life for your birthday, Helsey. It's, it's your birthday today. She wanted a birthday shout out so happy birthday Halsey you now can enjoy uh, the champagne of beers for your birthday (laughs) coming up here in about 13 minutes you're gonna go see Katy Perry tonight Resorts World your tickets are coming up here at 940 it's Kate Bush running up that hill that song is from 1985 but such a resurgence after it's been on the new season of Stranger Things everybody's been wanting Mm. to hear that one so we finally got it on here on the Friday Rewind for you and our phones are going crazy Sharon Sharon Mm -hmm. hi hi you're caller 20 yeah (laughs) (laughs) you just got yourself a pair of tickets to see Katy Perry for her Las Vegas residency play at Resorts World on June 3rd that's today. That's, That's tonight. Today, That's by tonight. The way. <laughs> that is tonight. <laughs> congratulations, Sharon. Yeah, what a way to start your weekend. Hanging out with Katy Perry tonight. It's going to be an awesome show. So, congratulations. Moby and Gwen, that's Southside. It's Mix 94.1. Mercedes in the morning. It's the Friday Rewind. We are going to squeeze in one more song before we go today. All right. And that means J-Love is on the way next. Going to get you through your work day. Make sure you keep it here and listen to him. We are headed out. Hope you guys have a great weekend. Make sure you're here next week because, boy, do we have a lot going on. We've got tickets 
for you to see Panic at the Disco. Their Viva Las Vengeance Tour is coming to town in October at the T-Mobile Arena. And we will be giving away tickets. You don't want to miss that. We've also got a lot of other tickets to give away, including Melissa Etheridge, Illuminarium. So much to do. And we can't wait to see you on Monday. So have a great weekend, everybody. Are you right? I missed this past Monday. What? Beat Mercedes. It's back on Monday. That's right. It's back. I had a week off because oh, of Memorial Day. So <laughs> am, I gonna to be rest. A, am I going to be a little rusty? Uh-oh. We'll find out next week. And that'll do it for show number 1637 of Mercedes in the Morning. Mercedes in the Morning. Did you miss the show? You're not going to want to miss this, folks. Catch up now. Download the podcast of today's show and get updates now online at Mix941.fm. Mercedes in the Morning returns Monday morning. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.